Hey, everybody. Welcome to Believe Sports Biz Sports Media. I'm Fred. Also heard, of course, on Pod Clips, and we're waiting for Art Source. Hopefully, he will join us somewhere in the middle of this program. Every week, we do our best to talk about some uh, interesting things in sports, as far as sports media, sports business, and basically just sports. And you can always email us at sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred at AOL.com. All right, last week at this time, the Dodgers were battling the Braves in the uh, National League Championship Series. Dodgers fall, of course, uh, four games to two. And uh, were they the better team? Well, I think in pure talent, they might have been, but the Braves are awfully talented. And the Braves, of course, picking up those four outfielders after Acuna went down uh, certainly improved the club. On the other hand, the Dodgers made, I think, uh, well, a couple of physical errors, obviously. Lux made one, and uh, Lux actually made two. They changed the uh, hit to an error on the diving play. But anyways, um, uh, they made a couple of errors, but that's not what beat them. I thought what beat them was that they were trying to outsmart the opposition. I think Andrew Freeman many times uh, thinks he's the smartest man in the room. When you think you're the smartest man in the room, you're probably not. Um, I don't think you turn starters into relievers. And I don't think you use relievers for like one batter if the, if he gets them out at the end of an inning. Now the new rule, you have to hit face three batters, but if it's the end of an inning, it can be just one. I think Dave Roberts, and I think through upper management, I think ruined the pitching staff in the series and the previous series against the Giants. I, I think the same thing occurred. I think they're trying to outsmart everybody. Let's just play talent. And let me mention Gavin Lux or something. He's never played the outfield before. He's a second baseman. He's a shortstop. But what he can do is hit the ball. I predict that he'll end up being a 300 hitter, close to a 300 hitter, 20 home runs every season, 20 stolen bases every season. He's also quick. Okay. You either sit him and let him be a pinch hitter, or you start him and you let him play the entire nine innings. Lefty or righty on the hill, it doesn't darn matter. You don't take him out in the fifth or the sixth. Because now you've wasted him and maybe wasted the pinch hitter if it's pools, unless you put him at first base, which weakens your defense at first base, straightens it in center if you put Bellinger out there. But all I'm saying is I don't think you waste somebody like Gavin Lux. So the Dodgers, I think, sort of beat themselves in this series. They were favored, even though um, they had the extra game. The extra game, of course, would be, would have been in Atlanta if, they, if they'd gone seven because they won their division. You know, people are arguing about it's not fair because they only won 88 and the Dodgers won 106. Well, the thing is, you're in a division. You have to play for something or don't have divisions. So it just happened the Giants won 107. Dodgers win 106. I'd love your thoughts on the whole situation from last week. Dodgers going down. As we speak, of course, uh, Atlanta and Houston nodded at one game apiece. But you can email us at sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred at AOL.com. And I'd love to hear from you. And I will get back to you. Anybody that knows, they email me. may take a couple days, but I definitely get back to you. Sportsfred at AOL.com. This, of course, is Believe Sports Business Sports Media. Also heard on pod clips around the world. Happy to have you aboard. You can go to any of the websites. You can go to any of the apps, and uh, you can hear the shows and uh, I love when you email us at sportsfredadeo.com, sportsfredadeo.com. All right, so it's Houston versus Atlanta, and, you know, they've done surveys, and it seems every fan in the world hates Houston. Well, in 217, they cheated. But on that club versus this club, how many players remain? I think uh, Korea, I think uh, Bregman, and, of course, uh, 
Mr. Second Baseman Altuve. So other than that, I'm not sure if anybody else, maybe one of the relievers, I don't think there's more than four or five of that team that is remaining in 2021. So I don't know if you can blame the entire organization. They did cheat, and they really wouldn't have, they weren't hammered by uh, the commissioner of Major League Baseball as they should have been. I agree there. But this is a different team and different players. And I don't know if you can be antagonistic toward them. I think Guriel also was a member of that team. But, uh, okay, so four or five players, uh, or maybe six of the 25 or 24%, I don't think you can blame the entire team for what was happening in, in 217. And, of course, you know, there are managers like Cora uh, in Boston now who is certainly part of that. So, you know, you, people are sort of picking and choosing who they're going to go after. Speaking about going after, Dodgers have many free agents out there. Clayton Kershaw, Hall of Famer, no question. Maybe first ballot Hall of Famer. Was he won? Three Cy Youngs? Okay. Do you bring him back? I think you do if he takes a little less money. Because obviously he's no longer the, uh, the top starter. Bueller, Urias... And if they bring back Scherzer, uh, Kershaw will be the fourth starter. So I think he'd have to take less. He's made an awful lot of money. Being in L.A., he also makes a lot more money on advertising, commercialism, and things like that. And it's great for the Dodgers to bring him back because the Kershaw family, it's his wife and himself and the kids, his wife and himself go to poor places, impoverished places around the world in the off season, and they give their time and their money to try to help those folks out. So as a Dodger fan, I think he believes and wants to, I hope, be a Dodger his entire career. And uh, now I know he's from Texas, but would you rather play for Houston or would you rather play for the Texas Rangers or the Dodgers? I think you'd rather play for the Dodgers. And it's just, you know, it's also something that, uh, you know, in the Hall of Fame voting, if you play for one team your entire career, I think you get extra bonus points as far as the voters are concerned. Just my opinion. Email us, sportsfredadayo.com, sportsfredadayo.com. All right, uh, let's see. Uh, Corey Seager. All right, people are saying, well, you don't need Seager because you just move uh, Trey Turner from second base to shortstop, his natural position. Yeah, fine. Except Corey Seager is an above-average shortstop. He can hit lefties as well as he can hit righties. He'll hit you 20, 25 home runs every year. He's been a Dodger's entire career. I think you sign him if he's not asking for $40 million a year. If he's asking for something reasonable, $25,000 a year, as the Dodgers do, they'll raise parking prices or raise ticket ticket prices or raise hot dog prices. They're no longer a Farmer John. So the bottom line here is that uh, I I would re-sign Corey Seager. And again, they pay, I think the salary payroll last year for the Dodgers, this year for the Dodgers, was $267 million. So you go to $300 million. You pay an extra fine to Major League Baseball for going far over the max. Who cares? You're in Los Angeles, major market. I think uh, you reclaim and re-sign Corey Seager. Kenley Jansen's interesting. I don't know. Uh, was it the Kenley Jansen of early or the Kenley Jansen of late in the season? Because late in the season, he was almost unhittable. But was that just a mirage or was that for real? I don't know. Um, if he's asking for a million, you know, millions, I'm not going to give it to him. If he's asking for something reasonable, I'd probably bring him back too. I'd bring them all back, basically. Except I'll tell you who I would uh, try to talk down would be uh, Justin Turner. I think he's about reached his top. 
And I think what you could do is put Lux at second uh, and Turner or Seeger at short and the other one at third. I think you could do that. I really do. And Chris Taylor's another guy. Three home runs in one game uh, and in the playoffs uh, throughout the years, he's done very, very well. I would bring him back. Uh, 31 years of age. Nobody knew he would do this. He was sort of an average player for uh, Seattle. But uh, I think he's proven himself. He can play every position except catcher. I don't know if he can, I don't know if he can do that. But uh, first base, second base, third base, and shortstop in the outfield positions, he's good at all of them. So I think you bring back uh, Chris Taylor. You know, you lost Kiki Hernandez uh, because he wanted to start. He wanted to be guaranteed a starting position. I don't know if you can do that unless you don't bring back Seager. And then uh, maybe you say, uh, Taylor, you're a second baseman, and then you move Trey Turner to shortstop and you keep uh, JT. I don't know. But maybe he just likes Los Angeles. Maybe he likes the organization. If I could, if I'm the Dodgers, I would definitely bring him back. Your thoughts right here on Believe Sports Business, Sports Media. I'm Fred. Hopefully, Art will join us. Maybe not. I don't know. He probably forgot it was Thursday. When we tape this, it's uh, 4.08. And uh, speaking about 4.08, in an hour, we've got kickoff in Arizona. The undefeated Arizona Cardinals, 7-0. They've never gone 8-0 in their history in Chicago or St. Louis or Arizona. Battle the uh, beleaguered right now, Green Bay Packers. Not as far as winning is concerned, because they won the last five under... Aaron Rodgers, but their top three wide receivers are out tonight, and uh, they thought maybe that uh, Valdez uh, Stradling would come back, but uh, not ready to come back after the injury. The other two out uh, because of COVID. The uh, Cardinals jumped from a three to a six and a half point favorite. I just have a hunch this will be a close game. I think if I uh, were to lay big money, I, I, I would... Any money. I, I think I take the six and a half rather than give the six and a half. That's all. Just a hunch that he'll find Reggie. He'll find Randall Cobb. I mean, Rogers will find Randall Cobb. Of course, Arizona's done nothing wrong. They really. And again, there is some question about Hopkins. Is he going to play? Um, but even if he doesn't, you know, the Kirk's a fine receiver. AC Green has not caught as many passes as one would have expected by this point of the season. But I think he could tonight too. I think it might be a high-scoring game. Uh, you can email us, sportsfred at AO.com, sportsfred at AO.com. Uh, let's go back to the baseball. TBS, of course, did the National League Championship Series. Now, TBS is located in Atlanta, uh, so I expected a slight lean toward the Braves because they know more about the club. They're there every day, and they see everything that happens with the Braves. They don't see everything that happens with the Dodgers. But I think it was more than slightly slanted toward uh, uh, Atlanta as far as the announcers are concerned. Anderson, he's a good announcer. He really is. I think Ron Darling did a fine job. I'm not questioning that, but I do think that uh, uh, they slanted uh, their, their... They were happy the Braves won. Let me put it to you that way. All right. You know, two weeks ago, the uh, John Gruden thing happened. And John Gruden thing was talk. Um... We found out this week something much, much worse. Kyle Beach, in 210, was a uh, minor league player for the Chicago Blackhawks. And I used to follow hockey very closely. I don't anymore. But Kyle Beach was highly rated coming out. And uh, and at that point, I think now, I'm not sure, uh, in the playoffs, you're allowed to pick up one player. And you're called a black ace. 
uh, that's the extra player. Okay, fine. So some point at that time, if uh, and they're battling for the uh, Stanley Cup, the film director of the Blackhawks invited him for dinner over his house. And then basically he said, if you don't have sex with me, I'm going to wreck your career. At that point, Kyle Beach was a 20-year-old kid. So he couldn't stop him from doing it, and he did it. And at that point, he came, you know, he told everybody at that point, and they didn't do anything. I mean, really, they didn't explode the situation. They did give uh, the um, film director an option when they found out. The option was, we'll fire you or you resign. He resigned. But they paid him a, a bonus for the they did, and they did win the Stanley Cup. So they paid him his Stanley Cup winnings. They paid him for the next few months. Uh, they gave him a ring, and the whole thing. And they tried to quash the thing. Well, now because nobody knew outside of the Blackhawks the name Kyle Beach, it was like John Doe. Well, now earlier this week, John Doe became Kyle Beach. I saw him cry talking about the story. He's now 31 years of age, and he's playing in Germany. Um, I don't know how most people would react if they were molested like Kyle Beach was. Is your life ever back together? I don't think so. I really don't think so. It may be the worst thing that could ever happen to you. It may be, you know, if you think your life could be ruined forever. And uh, Gary Bettman, and now the commissioner, do you think they should do something to the Blackhawks from 11 years ago? I do. Uh, The Blackhawks have fired some people who were in the organization at that point. Now they have, after Kyle Beach uh, came out, but uh, came out with what had happened. But uh, it's a very sad story. If you saw the 31-year-old, I mean, you wanted to say, oh, my God, we're so sorry. It's unbelievable. But everybody's out for their own, and so they kept it quiet. They tried to quash it, and now at 31, Kyle Beach is no longer John Doe. I'd love your thoughts about this, because to me, it's one. It, it may be the worst thing that could ever happen to a human being. I mean, you know, if you're told you have stage four cancer or this, I don't know. I think they'd probably be pretty, pretty close to tell you the truth. Email us sportsfredadale.com, sportsfredadale.com. On Wednesday night, the Lakers blew a 26-point lead against one of the worst teams in the NBA, the Oklahoma City Thunder. How'd they do that? Well, Russell had 10 turnovers, but that's not how they did it. They did it because general manager mm -hmm, LeBron James has put together an old club, a club that's not going to win a championship. And they were the second favorite behind the New Jersey Nets, uh, the Brooklyn Nets going into this by the general managers in the NBA. I've seen five games. It's enough to tell me it's a slow team. LeBron didn't play on Wednesday because of the ankle, and Davis will miss 20 games because of ankle or knee or something like that. And Russell Westbrook is just playing horribly. He had a quadruple double yesterday with 23 points or 10 rebounds or something, 14 rebounds, 14 is 10 assists, whatever it was, and 10 turnovers. You can't win with 10 turnovers at your point guard position. And the Lakers are just not a quick team. Anyway, they blow a 26-point lead. First time, I don't know, 30 years, 40 years that they blew anything like that. Your thoughts about the Lakers in uh, 2021, 
2022. You could email us at sportsfredadale.com, sportsfredadale.com. Um, Clippers, meanwhile, aren't any better. You know, without uh, Leonard, George can't do it alone. Uh, they lose last night. They scored 79 points on Wednesday evening. You're not going to win in the NBA scoring 79 points. That, that's all I can tell you. So L.A. basketball, pro basketball, I think is going to be on the downside this year. However, on the upside, the ratings are out for the college basketball season begins. And uh, Mick Cronin and his UCLA Bruins rated second in America behind the Gonzaga Bulldogs. Now, if you remember last year, in the semifinals, where, the, where UCLA had to play an extra game because uh, they certainly didn't play well during the season. Went to overtime, miraculous shot uh, by Gonzaga, and they beat the Bruins in March. That's seven months ago. I can't believe it. Seems like yesterday. But everybody's back on UCLA. Chazang's back after uh, contemplating going to the pros, but I think uh, they told him basically stay in school. And uh, UCLA basically has everybody back. Uh, a couple of uh, young um, freshmen, not old freshmen, young freshmen, and they had some other guys, a couple injuries that they're going to keep these people out this year. But the, all the guys that played last year at the end of the season are back. So I think UCLA, you know, it's not John Wooden coaching them, but UCLA could go pretty far in the tournament. I don't think they'll have to play the extra game this time around. Your comments, sportsfredadale.com, sportsfredadale.com. All right, folks. Uh, this has been exciting. I was hoping Art would join us today. Art will join us uh, next week right here on Sports, uh, I believe, Sports Business Sports Media, also heard on Pod Clips. Scott, thank you for putting the show together. And we'll see you next week in about 168 hours right here on uh, Sports uh, Business Media, I believe, and heard around the world on Pod Clips. Bye, everybody. <laughs>